Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is my best friend, Courtney. Today, we are going to talk about distractions and how do you stay connected in your marriage in the midst of distractions. Yes. That's a good topic. Yes. Uh, That is a real good topic. This week, in fact, we've been a little distracted right? Here we are. It is Thursday, just to kind of let you into a little behind. Oh, today's Wednesday. Okay. So just to be, it's like a little behind the scenes peek (laughs) into the Grafted Marriage podcast. Normally we try to record the episodes on, uh, on a Monday, on a Monday evening. uh, And then we try to edit on Wednesday and release on Friday. This week we sit here, and as Courtney just said, it is currently Wednesday, and so we are behind schedule. Very distracted yes. this week. But staying with it. That's right, because life will do that. It will distract you. And if you're not being careful and you're not being intentional, there you then, go. then what? Then what? Then what? What were you talking about? I'm distracted. Oh, I see what you did there. It's <laughs> clever. Okay, so distractions. They can, they're not only external, they're also internal. So there's internal distractions, our mind. Mm. Where is it going? What are we focusing on? Are we focusing on Christ? Are we focusing on the spirit? Are we kind of wandering off to these other realms? Flesh. Okay, so we've got these realms of distraction. So we've got external distraction, which is going to be things like, you know, media, culture, friends, Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this other realm, which is the internal distraction of our brains and the enemy and yep. just whatever is going on in our noggin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that can also distract us. Yeah. And making sure, I think it's so important. We were just talking about this last night with our friend Dorothy about just taking that time every day to meditate on the word, to read the word, to get our minds where they need to be so that we can focus on what's in front of us for the day so that we don't start just right off into the day and like get um, distracted by our circumstances. Well, so actually this brings up an interesting point, which is distraction from what? Oh, right. Right. So what is, yeah. Distraction from what we're here to do and what we need, what we need to be doing under the authority of the Bible and under the authority of God. Okay. So do you mean, as a husband and wife, as a couple, do you mean as a family and our mission as a family? Do you mean as individuals and the things that God's calling us to do as individuals, like our mission, or D, yes. which is all of the above? Right. Yes. All of those things. Right. But it's only one step at a time that we're taking, right? So when Christ says, you know, in the way, the truth, and the life, and he's the way. So if we're walking down his way, then no matter what's in front of us, if we're dealing with marriage right now, and then we're dealing with kids the next moment, like whatever the next thing is, we'll be prepared for those changes and, you know, different things going on in life. And we can be um, present in the moment, content and present in the moment. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to get to aim towards that being present, being intense, that we can use wisdom to make the decisions in the current atmosphere that we find ourselves in. Okay. Don't ask me to repeat that. All right. I won't. But we have it on tape, so we can always go back and listen to it later. Right. And so we want to be intentional. We want to be focused on what we're 
supposed to be focused on, right? So let's say in the marriage context, it's being focused on your spouse, prioritizing your marriage, uh, and not letting the distractions that we talked about come in between you and your ability to be intentional about your relationship with your spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's super important because how is your marriage going to thrive and, you know, where you are today if you're not considering what you need to do to get there? And if you're not considering those things, if you're not thinking about those things, or you, it's hard to think about those things if you're distracted by other things that don't matter. So I think one of the first things would have to be, these are layers, right? There's like many layers to this. So if we can get rid of the things, like the top layer things, what do we need to push out of our lives that, that isn't important, that's not working, right? And then what do we need to hold on to? Because sometimes we can find to? ourselves um, just prioritizing certain things for no for intentional no reason. apparent reason. Yeah, just because I just am used to it. It's a habit. It's yeah. what I do. Whatever right. the Or everybody is. does this yeah. or whatever. Right. And it could be anything. And I don't want to, I don't yeah, want to sure. pinpoint a thing because it's okay. between you and God. Ask him what it is. But I think the more we can peel those things away. And I've, this has been an interesting thing too for us because I've been over time. I'm like, oh, I don't feel like I'm doing enough or all these kinds of things. Like that in itself has been a distraction from doing what I know I need to be doing, raising the kids, homeschooling the kids. I know that that's, I've been called to do that, but I can even be distracted in the midst of doing it by thinking I'm not doing enough or I, you know, shouldn't I take this on? Shouldn't they be doing, you know, all these different things should all over ourselves. But that idea that, um, even the thought can be a distraction. You don't have to actually even be doing it, you know? So getting our minds focused on the Lord, getting our hearts where they need to be with God, you know, um, asking him to cleanse us of the things we don't need and to come into the area, into every area of our being, let him take over, let him define what he wants us to be doing. And then we don't have to be concerned with all of the other stuff because we know we're doing what we're supposed to be doing at that moment. Yeah. So what are some practical steps that people can take to help them weed through these distractions, eliminate them, minimize their effects? Yeah. And for me, it's hard to, because I'm not a multitasker. I mean, many, many people may be actually multitaskers. I am not one. I need to be focused on what I'm doing or else I'm not doing a very good job. And so for me, getting rid of social media was a big deal because it was something that was like sitting out there. Oh, I need to, I feel like, I felt I had to check it. I felt this responsibility to this thing. And so it, it, since it wasn't, in my case, it wasn't fruitful. I didn't need to be on it for a business or, you know, I know there's different things people use it for marketing or whatever. But since I didn't need it and it wasn't fruitful for me in my life, getting rid of that helped me stay more focused on other things that were more important. Right, we only have so many hours in the day Yeah, only to so do many things. hours a day. Yeah, that's just for me. Or like, certain magazines, certain TV shows, I've given, like some things I've had to give up because they weren't, they weren't bearing fruit. Right. And so it wasn't important enough to hold on to it because I was so distracted from other things I needed to be doing that were much more important. Right. So I don't think it's those things in particular. I think those are just some small high level suggestions. I know there's much deeper things like for me, like getting, getting my mind right, you know, like not being worried. Worry has been a challenge for me forever. That's a Trying massive to get, internal yeah, distraction. Like, trying to get those worries to go away, like casting the burdens onto the Lord so that I can now, okay, now I can help my kids well, like be fully present. Cause you can't, you can't do a very good job if you're not fully present no. in whatever you're doing. Yeah. If you're distracted, right you're not going to be putting, you're not going to be putting the effort in to whatever it is you're supposed to yeah. be doing and you might as well not be doing it at all. Right. And it's a, it's a battle. 
like it's a real battle. Like for me, like the small things, okay. But like the worry, that's been a battle not to worry because that's a distraction for our marriage. That's a distraction for our family. It's a distraction for me to be, you know, present with other people or all those kinds of things. So, um, yeah, really battling through that with God, like letting, letting him take over. I don't know if battle is the right word, but, um, giving it over and entrusting him with whatever he's put in our lives at this point and knowing that he's sovereign and we can do this one step at a time. Yeah. But not all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then on the other side of this, which is how do you stay connected in the midst of all distractions? Because the more that you communicate and the more that you are connecting, you know, with your husband or wife, then, you know, that's going to help also, I think, to, focus and move past distraction, right? So what are some practical ways that people can stay connected in their marriage? One way that I think is a good way, and we're not always great about doing this and we need to be better at it, is going out on date nights. Like having a regular, if it's every other week or if it's once a month or if it's weekly, whatever it is, a cadence that you know, that you know is going to be a thing and you can go out and get time alone together. And I know people are at different phases of life with families. And I know when kids are little, it can be really expensive. Courtney and I were talking about this tonight. It can be very expensive to go out and, and you know, pay for whatever it is your entertainment. Then you got to go home and write a big check to a babysitter. Um, maybe a family around that can help. But but then um, even they go to bed earlier usually. So being intentional about that once they're Yeah, like a asleep, date night doesn't yeah. necessarily have to mean that you're going, going out, out somewhere. Yeah. You can be creative and do things you know, do things at home, like, like you said, once the kids, kids are off to bed. I think it's even just like the look, like looking at each other while you're going through something. Like even if you're both working with kids, yeah, keep, keep that even connection. And I mean, now we have these phones like texting. Yeah. So with technology, it's so easy. It's a a lot easier now to stay connected, right? You can quickly shoot off a, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you text message, you know, right? and that doesn't require much effort and it does create that connection and it, you know, yeah, it keeps you. And then I think one thing that I really liked that um, I always knew I could get a hold of you if you if I call you twice. That's like our kind of signal that I need to talk to you right now. Yeah. So that always made me feel like there was always a line. Like if you're in a meeting and yeah. or something at work, and if it was an actual emergency and I did call twice in a row, then you would know. Okay, I need to do this thing. So those were good ways that I felt like taken care of, and you know, if I needed something, that connection was always there, even though it wasn't talked about all of the time it was just a decision we made that kept us you know yeah putting yeah. each other above yep. the the circumstance of you know going to work to all the all these pieces i think also having a shared mission uh with your yeah. spouse is really helpful because then you can help hold each other accountable you can help to you know if i know what you're after or what you're trying to do uh, and understand that, then I can help to eliminate distractions, right? I can make sure that I'm not coming against you as a distraction or whatever, right? There's, That's true too, yeah. There's things that we can do there. So I think that communication is, you know, and we've probably talked about this before and we'll probably talk about it over and over again, communication, keeping lines open, talking, sharing, being open, being honest, um, you know, making sure you're taking the time intentionally to to talk like going on a date where you go sit in a movie theater and not talk is not really great i mean you do that sometimes cause right that's but, fun, but and it, it can be anything though because like, even in our newly married you know, some people would say well one person is showering the other person's and they're just talking sure like debriefing for the yep. day because there's stuff outside of the it's outside of the room waiting for your attention mm-hmm. but you're saying like so I, I think it's just being creative 
desiring it first. Mm -hmm. You have to desire to want to know your spouse throughout your marriage. Not like I knew them and maybe I'll know them later. Like know them today. Ask some questions, get to know what's going on, you know, get in their business, get in their lives. Yeah. And um, yeah, it can be in, in any in any different way. I mean, there's so many ways we can do it. And if we say we don't have enough time, that's not true. That's just never true. Or we're busy is one of my words. Like no one's busier than anybody else. It's just choices we're making of how we're spending our time. It's choices of prioritization of our time. And we spend our time on what we want to spend our time on. Let's be honest. Right. And so if we're spending it in the wrong places, like I have many times we need to ask God again, just ask him, Lord, I am spending my time in the wrong ways. Please change that in me. Please show me and give me a desire for what you want me to have so that I'm not wasting my time sure, on yeah. this planet. Like we don't know how much time we have. So we need to be more aware and yeah, intentional of it. Absolutely. Awesome. Very good. All right. Well, hopefully we've given you some things to think about. Hopefully in your marriage, you're not facing too many distractions or at least those distractions aren't getting your marriage down. Um, but uh, let's take a second. We'll pray about it and then we'll get on. Lord God, we thank you so much for this time to get together. I thank you for all of the people that listen uh, to this podcast. I pray that you would help us not be distracted as we face our, our daily lives, as we uh, carry forward as husbands and wives and fathers and mothers. Uh, I pray that you would help us to prioritize uh, correctly, to weed out distractions, and to stay on the call that you have us um, set to. And we thank you for uh, this podcast. We thank you for the people that listen, and we thank you for the technology that lets us do it. Um, please be with all of our listeners as we head into the into the following week. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. With that, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, we encourage you to write in. You can reach us at hello at grafted.co. We also have an email list that you can join by heading over to www.grafted.co. Put in your email address, and that will sign you up for our, our newsletter and sort of bring you into the Grafted Marriage community. And we'll see where that goes as we head forward. Again, thank you for listening. We hope you'll tune in again. Until next time, keep chasing truth. Bye. See ya.